William, I've been meaning to ask you a question that's been in the news this week. And the question is about the captaincy of Stokes, Ben Stokes. Now, we had a conversation about some months ago when he started, and we were both uncertain whether he'd make a good captain. Do you remember that? I do. Now, how do you what think? What we really discussed really was um, whether captain should be openness or whether captain should be coming in third with you down. Um, never have a captain who's an opener because the responsibility for the opener is so great that it's very difficult to also be the captain. Okay. So that what we discussed really was not all that relevant to his performance since. No, it was just a, a, yeah, okay. a general discussion about the responsibilities of the captain. Yeah. But you don't want the captain to also have the responsibility to go in first and score a hundred. No, okay. They, they put the two together and it, it's too much. Yeah. So what, setting that aside then, how do you think he's done? Or at least how do you think the team's done? I mean, obviously they've won an awful lot, haven't they? Yes. But it seems to me I've always been a bit, I've always thought it was a bit, I wouldn't say lucky, but it's a very, very sort of um, high-risk situation he keeps going into. Well, you know what Napoleon said? Lucky generals. Lucky generals. Do you think he's a lucky general? Lucky captain. Well, I do believe that good fortune in sport is extremely important. A deflection gives you a goal that wins an important trophy. Um, so yeah, I think luck is a very important factor in sport. And then there's the other thing which I go on about perhaps too much is about momentum in sport. Because it looks now as if the England cricket team have got momentum, yeah. whatever that means. But also the, the, the other thing is that sport goes in cycles. You know, they, there's a time when Harlequins are playing extremely well and top of the league and then Exeter had a, were at top of the league for five or six seasons. It goes through cycles, doesn't it? Look at Liverpool last season. They were in for four possible trophies and now they're struggling to be mid-table. Players age and uh, facing in new players is an important issue in, in, in all sports. It's interesting because we've gone from cricket to football, but there's some interesting leadership characteristics in football now with the with Klopp in Liverpool was considered a fantastic, fantastic leader until the team started not doing so well. Right, and then they start saying he's too old, he's worn out. Yes. And then we've got the new man whose name you and I don't pronounce the same in Manchester United, Den Haag. Den Haag. Den Haag. Den, I think it's Den Haag. Den Haag. It's not Haag, it's Haag. No, it's not Haag, it's Haag. No. Um, well, the difference there is, as I've said, Mourinho was never a coach. He was a systems man, you know, three, two, one, two, one, three, and all that sort of thing. And he was set a team up to win uh, based on the, the strengths of the opposition. But he was never a coach. Ollie was never a coach. In fact, he never went near the training pitch. Whereas this guy is a coach. I'm going to show you how to play. And he's taken. I've said for a long, long time that Rashford doesn't have to play football. He's just a better sprinter. But yeah, okay, I'm going to use you as a sprinter. And I mean, all the, all the dialogue this week, don't pass to him. Pass to a space that he can run onto and no defender can catch him. He's, he's, he's playing to his strengths. And his strength is he's extremely fast. He can outrun all the defenders. So all we, all we want you to do is play to a space that he can run onto. And suddenly he's a world beater worth 120 million. So, 
So that's the difference where I remember, for example, um, Arsene Wenger took Thierry Henry, who was a winger, and said, I'm going to turn you into a centre-forward. And, I'm going, and he, he became one of the best centre-forwards in the world. That's coaching. Taking, taking someone, looking at their strengths, and playing to them. Whereas, I mean, we had Rashford, who was a right-footed player, playing on the left wing. But he likes playing on the left wing, doesn't he? Yes, because his party trick is to turn on his right foot and curve balls in. But that's what's wrong with that? That's a good idea. Well, it is, but it's only a piece like if you keep doing it all the time, it's a lousy move because everybody's waiting for it. The only thought I had is on top of this is the, the idea that it's not a single person who brings about change, there's a team. And I've noticed that, uh, I don't know about Klopp, but then has got his new well, team as the thing is now Stoke's got a new team yes, but quietly United have brought in a forward coach to work with yeah. Rashford yeah. to transform oh I didn't know that yes they have they brought the, they, they, it, it's under the radar but they brought a, a, a forward coach in to work with him right so so yeah suddenly you know I didn't have a, he's a very nice boy and all that sort of thing but I, I didn't have a, a lot of time for him as a football but now the claim to his strengths, which is his pace. So there we have it. William in full flow on one of his favourite subjects, leadership coaching. We started with Ben Stokes, but then quickly moved on to Jurgen Klopp, Den Haag, Jose Mourinho, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, Arsene Wenger. It wasn't what I intended the programme to be about, perhaps in his own words. I should have coached him to stay within the position I had originally intended for him, talking about the England cricket team. I never get my coaching badges unless I improve my coaching performance. <laughs>